a special welcome to you tonight. If this is your first time uh, tuning in, you are in for a treat. My name is Dr. Janice Modest, and what I love to do is inspire people to live to their greatest potential. And we know that the only way that we can live to our greatest potential is to tune in to the source, the one who made us and created us. He says in his word, before we were even born, he had all these great plans for our lives. Uh, but we know that the enemy comes to distract us, to steal our joy, to steal our health, to make sure that we don't get on God's awesome plan for our lives. But we know that Jesus came to ensure that we can get on God's plan our lives. So if you've tuned in, you've tuned in a grand time, uh, grab your pencils and your books because God has a word to say to you and you want to be able to meditate on it, let it marinate, let it sink into your spirit, what God has said concerning you and the plans that he has for you. I know, so we know it's a new season, it's a new year. Uh, most people may have already come off of their a New Year's resolution when we're even just getting started. Uh, but tonight, I just want to give you some inspiration for you to move forward. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, planning, the importance of planning. Um, I love the word from King Solomon. He says, good planning and hard work leads to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts leads to poverty. So basically he's saying, hey, if you want to prosper, you're going to need to do some planning. You're going to need to do some legwork. So call this your planning session. Get your planners out. Get your notebooks out so that you can, can start writing and start doing some planning with God. I call that inspirational planning. And uh, planning with God is you just never know what to expect. And so tonight, what we're going to be discussing is we're going to be talking about the seed or the gift that is in your hand. And we're going to use an awesome example because, of course, we know the, the biggest uh, success story, the biggest success strategy, the biz biggest uh, success book is all found in God's word. And so we're going to go to his word as always to, to kind of hear from him what he has to say to us to keep us on the path that he has for our lives today. And so this word that you can write down first off the bat is to know that your seed is your miracle to greatness. Your seed, whatever it is you have to give, whatever God has given you, you may look at it and say it's not much. You may look at your uh, finances. That's a seed as well. Your time is a seed. You know, whatever you give to someone, how you treat people, that's a seed. Um, but your gift and your talents, those are also seeds as well. So anything that concerns you, I want to ensure tonight that you don't take you for granted. Those are all parts of you and God needs to use all of that uh, for his glory. And he has a plan and a purpose. And the amazing thing is sometimes we stray off of God's path that he has for our lives. Sometimes, sometimes the enemy send things to us and just kind of take us aback and kind of floor us because we just didn't see it coming. 
But God said that all things will work together for good to those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So God has a purpose for your life and he wants to take everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. He wants to take it and he wants to um, package it for you so that you can offer up yourself back up to him so that he can get the glory through our lives. So nothing is going to be wasted. And so we want to be able to take you from simple to opulence, from your simple goal to abundance. Um, why do I say this? We all know uh, King David. King David was a, a king from many, many, maybe over 5,000 years ago. Uh, when we went to Israel, I was able to see piece of his house was still standing. So that was uh, pretty amazing. So that house must have been an awesome house for it to have been, for it to still be standing um, in Israel right now. Uh, but David learned something about God that we need to learn. Uh, he learned that as God took him from being a shepherd boy to being a king. Now, even before he was a king, he used to say things like Psalms 23. He used to say, my cup runneth over. He used to say, surely God's goodness is going to follow me every single day of my life. Now, that was some optimistic words he spoke. That's what we call today affirmations. He spoke even before he could see everything that he was uh, speaking about. And so he did he have a hard time? Did he have difficulties in his life? Yes, but he always spoke the word and he always expected. We know the word says that um, as a man thinketh, so is he and you shall have what you say. So if that's the case and that's a law um, of scripture, we know that it's so important to expect uh, more from God and to believe and then to say uh, back to God what he says about us. And so we... we trying to capture all this and to be able to put it together for us tonight so that we can implement it in our lives and see some fruit as we decide to plan. It may just be one or two goals for now, but we want to learn the art and master the art of planning, um, even as David did. We know David was a master planner because, as I said, he, he scripted out not just his palace but also God's temple that his son Solomon ended up building and so as we talk tonight about our seed being our miracle to our greatness uh, sometimes we are afraid to say that um, God wants us great but even as David found out that when God, when God took him and God did promise him before he was great, that he was going to make him great. As a matter of fact, he said, I'm going to make your name great as a great man of this earth. And as we go through, I will give you some more of those scriptures for those of you who want to go in and see it for yourself that um, this is what God says. And we're going to be reading tonight from first Kings 17 from verse seven to 17. As we look at other examples um, that may not be as popular as David, because everyone knows David's examples, but we're going to be talking about a woman tonight. Uh, she was a widow. And so we're going to kind of be talking to her, how her life kind of mirrored David's. And if you look at your life, uh, as we go through this story, you're going to see how your life mirrors this as well. 
because it's amazing when we take the little bit that we have and we actually believe God uh, to do more with it, to do a miracle with it, uh, to realize that whatever you have is enough for God to use. Where you are right now is enough for God to use. Whatever you have, your gifts, your talents, it's enough. Sometimes we, we think and we discard and we discount ourselves, our talent, what we have, and we think it's, there is nothing to it. We look at ourselves and, you know, we think we're nothing because we forget the spirit of God that lives in us. So if God's spirit is living in you, you know, you're nothing and you know, he's a miracle, miracle working God. So you know that whatever little bit you have in your hand is a seed, which means when you plant a seed, it don't grow back a seed. It grows a tree and it grows a harvest. And it can go on forever and forever. Uh, if you plant a mango seed, it don't it don't just bring up one mango seed. It brings up a tree with many branches and many fruit. And then you can't even count. If you go out and you give 10 people a mango and they plant from that same one seed, you can distribute that mango, you know, countless times, right? So don't discount small beginnings. Even if you have a little seed, a little gift, a little talent, a little money, a little bit of patience left for a relationship, it doesn't matter what you have a little bit of that's left. God could take whatever is left and he can um, multiply it supernaturally. And so I know most of you wrote this down already. You'll see there's your miracle to greatness. And we're going to see how this widow went from simple to opulence and so opulence I love that word because it it kind of tries to capture a God's heart for his children when he when David spoke about his cup overflowing so opulence just means more than enough it means overflow it means super abundance it's like you're going over the top like if you just don't have on a dress you have an opulent dress because you got all kinds of stuff going on there kind of went overboard and that's the kind of God that David knew that's why God David didn't say my cup is full he said no my cup is running over you know and he didn't just say you know goodness it's gonna follow me he said no it's gonna follow me every day of my life and so as we read this story about the widow um, you can kind of read on your own I kind of summarize the story we know that um, there was a famine in the land and it's just so amazing that it doesn't matter the circumstance. So this story is so powerful because she wasn't in a place where there was abundance. She wasn't in a place where there was anything. It was dry. And so the fact that she had nothing and nobody else around her had anything whatsoever, you know, that was a, that was a perfect situation for her to just give up, which she almost did. And so... Everyone else had um, given up. Most people had died already. Uh, it was just a dire situation. And all she had left was a cup of flour in 1 Kings 17, verse um, 7. And this part is verse 13. And um, so she said, all I have is a little bit of flour. And so Elijah, the prophet, came to her and said, um, you know what? God is saying to me that you need to... Um, sow your seed and bake me a cake and so she said hey all I have is enough flour for me to bake a bread 
and then my son and I were going to end up dying because this is it for us after this the city nowhere in the city has any food for us to even buy not even a matter of money like it was such a, a bad famine and uh Imagine someone coming to you and saying, hey, God is saying to me that if you loose, you release what's in your hand, he's going to multiply it and give you more. So this this widow literally believed the prophet. And so she took a chance and she let go what was in her hand, what was in her hand that she she thought was so uh, insignificant. And but what stood out to me was he said he told her, do not fear, Um, you know, just go ahead and do what I said. Don't worry about it. You know, God already said um, that the jar will not grow empty until he sends rain. So basically he was saying that until this famine is over, you're going to have oil and flour and everything you need in abundance, never to run out. And so she went ahead and she did what Elijah said. And Elijah said, well, bake me a cake. And what I thought was so interesting in this is she said she can only, she can, she only have the ingredients to make bread, but yet still he asked her to make a cake. Now to me, that's a miracle in itself right there because we know a cake. I don't know much about baking uh, because I don't really, that's not my forte, but I do know that you would need more ingredients um, because I know you can eat bread maybe without sugar and without stuff but imagine a cake you would need more things um, for a cake and he he went from doing just a bread to doing a cake and when you look it up in the Hebrew it's two different words it's two different items and so we see that God took something that could have been so bland and just turned it into something sweet Uh, something uh, tasty, something desirable. And so there were so many miracles in this story just because um, this lady, this widow, decided that she was going to let go of what was in her hand and allow God to do something great with, with it. And she had to realize that, hey, what in my, what's in my hand is worth something. It's worth something to, to this prophet and it's worth something to God because God is saying he's going to take it and he's going to multiply it and he's going to turn it into more, more than she ever imagined. And he's going to make it even more um, tasty um, than, than ever imagined. So just think about where you are in your life today. You know, you may have been saying you want to start this uh, ministry. You want to start a business. You want to start something. You want to start um, working on changing this relationship that you're in. Um, you may say, okay, you know, you want to start changing some things. You may be in some toxic relationships and you want to start changing. And, you know, there might be so many things in your life um, that you're, you're saying, man, if I only had this, I'll be able to do that. If I only had support, I'd be able to do this. But I'm here to tell you tonight that whatever you have is enough. You right there where you are is enough. You have to start where you are. Give something to God so he can work with what you have. Because you got to start somewhere. And so tonight is a better night than any night 
uh, for you to go ahead and get started. So when I start talking about planning, you, you won't just tune out and say, well, I don't have anything to plan. Hey, if you have life and you have a voice because your voice is a seed as well, you can plant that seed. You can speak a blessing over your children. You can speak a blessing over what little bit you have in your hand. You may have $10 only, $5 or even 10 cents. You know, if that's a seed, God wants to use that and he wants to multiply it uh, so that he can get the glory so that you can get on track, get on the path that he has for your life. Because how we live a life of uh, contentment, of fulfillment is, is only by doing the things that God has put us here on this earth to do. And usually we, you know, we're not fulfilled in life or we're bored, or we're angry because we're not living the life that Jesus died to, to give us. So what we need to, to focus on is, um, you know, focusing on, first of all, what's in our hand. So don't discount your, your, write down some stuff, you know, write down what you have, what talents you have, what gifts you have. You have a lot because God gave you a lot. You serve a big God and he's given you a lot, but you've been, been discounting it just like the widow was discounting the bread. And so when we come back from a short break, uh, we're going to talk about how we can get into the next step uh, before we even plan the mindset shifts that has to take place so that we can begin and get ready to plan this life of greatness that God has for us. God wants to take us from being simple to enjoying the opulence. Take that simple thing and just make it opulent. And so let's join in with him and believe for him to, to use the little bit that's in our hands and just create uh, this miracle to take us um, from where we are to where he has for us to be. And we know where he has for, for us to be is great because he's a great God and he wants all the glory to go back to him and he wants to use you to do that. So let's join in with him. He has a plan. So, hey, why not join in with his plan? His plan is far better than, than your plan. So um, I will see you again shortly. Go ahead and keep writing and keep praying, keep asking, keep listening to uh, what it is God has to show you that you have to offer to the world. <music> 